Good afternoon, everyone, and a very warm welcome to QuickBooks Lab and a very warm welcome to the year 2022. QuickBooks Lab, a monthly podcast designed to be the place to learn all about the world of QuickBooks and other accounting software. On the first Wednesday of each month, we hang around these microphones to talk all about the latest news, tips, tricks, and tricks, and all to do with QuickBooks Online. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Patrick, a chartered accountant and owner of a accounting firm called Boffix, a QuickBooks certified training UK. We're a fan new logo and you'll find that well it was on the screen i think i've chosen the wrong uh, wrong thing now it there it is in the top left hand corner um and also um head of accounts here at profix um join me is my co-host the one and only ash ash how's it going fantastic happy new year aaron and happy new year yeah. to uh, everyone else um yeah, great. My name's Ash Beetson, uh, QuickBooks trainer slash accountant, bookkeeper, uh, software developer, um, one of the people behind NetTracker for fixed assets. Uh, also, to be an author these days. So, fingers in lots of pies. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, what can I say? Um, that's it. That's it. It's a, it's oh, a good yeah. read. I was just re- I, I can't put it down. You see, wouldn't you pick this book up? You know available in all your uh all your uh, best uh, uh bookstores you can't put it down that's what i found anyway uh, <laughs> how 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 does it feel being an actual author now then is this uh is this it do we have to address you by any other name or anything do you, do you want to author <laughs> no it? no it, it, uh, it it's just ash uh, nothing's changed um so th- th- there's no i haven't sort of put any ferraris on order quite yet so <laughs> i um i've got some way to go you know, I might be able to buy a McDonald's next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the aim, isn't it? That's the plan. That's the plan. All right, wonderful. So today we have an absolute cracker installed for you. But let's first of all figure out how this all works. Well, first of all, don't forget our brand new format, which basically means we're now monthly um, and we live to the world at the regular time of 4.30 p.m. UK time, and that's 10.30 US Central time, we believe. So if you listen to this back at a later date, then why not think about joining us live and get involved with the show and ask us questions and chat along with us with the chat box, just like we got the brilliant Johan there, um, one of our wonderful guests we had on last year, and I'm hopefully he will... Uh, want to come back on later as well um and the whole point of chat is to keep us honest and to ask us some burning questions as more as well furthermore we're live on the podcasting services around the globe so if you want to feel like listen to this at a later date then please do feel free to subscribe to your podcast service of choice ash what we've got for today's agenda so we've got some updates on open banking and a little bit of news on the new QuickBooks Bank that's kicked off in the US. Uh, Sage have acquired another company, uh, not us yet, uh, well, not <laughs> us anyway. Um, um, there's some updates for US uh, QuickBooks. And towards the end, I've got a couple of little tips, uh, you know, QuickBooks tips that I'll chuck in for the mix. Brilliant. Fan favorite that one where we get the uh, tips and tricks back um, going forward. So let's kind of start off with those quite or the news section. And that first news section that um, Ash wonderfully put there was the open banking update. And I personally believe this is one of the best news articles that's come out in a very long time. So without further ado, let me quickly share a um, 
a screen here so you can see exactly what I mean by this one. But effectively, what's going to happen is that that really annoying 90-day rule... Oh, let me just move the... Uh, band out the way so we can get rid of actually see what we're doing um so that really annoying 90 day rule that we had where we had to go in and reauthorize our bank account on a regular basis is going to be relaxed and the idea here then is that well this is exactly what it says on the tin it gives us an opportunity to once we've set our online banking authorization gone through all the hoops make sure that we are who, who we say we are then we will have the ability then to be able to make sure that it continues to con to update um, and, and without having that 90-day rule and having to go back in. Absolutely brilliant, this one. And there's going to be so many situations where I think this is going to be an absolute lifesaver to us as accountants. There's so many times when we've gone to do a set of accounts and it's not been updated for you know, 90 odd days, 100 odd, 180 days, whatever it's going to be. And the idea here is that we're going to lose that requirement it's a bit of an odd one in my eyes as to how suddenly we can lose it. Cause I was always told that this was, you know, this was in, this was to protect the, the end user, basically to protect the person whose bank accounts connected and, you know, to make sure that their data is safe and everything else. But, you know, I'm not going to argue with it, but they've given us the opportunity to have a, um, um, a turnaround on that. So yeah. Oh God. What do you think to that one, Ash? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fantastic news because it was, you know, putting it sort of politely, uh, a bit of a ball ache as soon as you... And it always happens at the most, you know, the, the worst time. Like you say, you're in the middle of doing the, the accounts, doing, trying to do a VAT return. And as soon as you click into the QuickBooks, what comes up, you know, up, you know, you need to reconnect. And that's all right if it's your own account um, or you've just got the you know, the login details for it. But, you know, when it is a client, then, yeah, you're going to have to phone them up, send them an email. Can you log into QuickBooks and do this for me? And then they go in to do it. And then all of a sudden you've wasted two hours of your life uh, just trying to do something that was simple. Because years ago, I would have my NatWest account before open banking. I'm, I connected it once and I never had to touch it. It just updated all of the time. It was fantastic yeah and then this came along and uh yeah and then sometimes it wouldn't connect so i had to change browsers to do the connection so yeah no no um three yeah. cheers for that <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is a great one i think for the thing that we at our firm are kind of most excited for is the idea of something like your paypal account because that's the one that you normally forget about it's you know you can just about get like a you know every 90 days maybe send an email off to your client you know you can even these days use accounting manager something like that to try and automate it if you can and you know quickbooks and in credit to quickbooks they've done a really good way of making it as frictionless as possible to update your bank you know the idea you just jump into your app it will then your quickbooks app that is it will then talk to your bank app and they can make that connection and you know you could probably get it done in what 60 seconds sometimes to get the connection absolutely wonderful it was brilliant but it was always those paypal connections and those sort of ones that you kind of you don't really think about until you're either doing a vat return you're doing a set of accounts whatever it's going to be and i think that's where the most kind of benefit of this is going to be because so many times you'd go into it and it'd be you know everything else is all ready for you but you've just got that one account to look at and, and, and yeah. re redo so i think yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this i think this is a a huge one and you know i've not 
had time to read all of the kind of bits that have come through or anything, I'd, I'd be interested to find out why, you know, they've had that change of stance. But yeah, it's definitely a, a good thing all around, I think. Wonderful. So, off to the, um, so QuickBooks Banking in the US. So how's that all panning out? Yeah, so the next the next one is all about the fact that basically it seems to be all good news. So I know here in the UK we are kind of sitting here waiting for the opportunity for us to have the uh, the banking. There are a few people out there who are on the first open uh, beta, or not open beta, sorry, should I say closed beta? Um, and there's a few people who are testing out the QuickBooks banking in the UK. Um, and it's something we've brought up pretty much every QuickBooks Labs for definitely for the past couple of um, couple of months or so, um, because I do really think, and it, you know, we keep bringing up the conversations about how useful it's going to be. This idea that QuickBooks will have their own bank account, and you know, we've talked about how 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 that's going to be useful to our clients and how useful for us. Um, but that's already there in America, and it just seems like it's all good news. It's we've come to our first um, kind of two year offering of it and um, there's a, i've got a quote here there's 150,000 small businesses um already using using the service so that's not you know it's not an insignificant amount um and what the people who are using it they're all uh, small based clients um and they've all been seeing growth um now that may, may or may not be over to do with quickbooks money um itself but it's good to see that it is helping and when we looked uh when we think back to what was announced QuickBooks Connect and the idea that we had all of those fancy little solutions that are coming with it. So the idea that, you know, the cash flow forecast can be integrated nicely with it and you can move around when things are being paid and the ability to save using those um, saving elements and be able to save taxes and all that sort of stuff automatically. I think it's really, really good. And it's good that it's had that, um, it's had that, positive start to its solution and its service um and it just makes it even more exciting i think that the fact that it's going to be here in the uk i'm still not 100 sure i like the term envelopes which is what they class as their um um as their you know uh, pots or whatever you know whatever you want to do those saving elements um but yeah apart from that i'm really 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 excited about it yeah. but, is yeah. this all incl including that sort of um advanced payment on your invoices through quickbooks bank as well that's part of that you know, seems similar, similar to the factoring you know invoice discounting whatever you want to call it so you could raise the invoice and basically insure it again to advance you some payments on your invoicing exactly that, yeah yeah it, it seems to all be connected it seems to be that um the only way to for you to get access to that feature will be to have a QuickBooks bank from what we can tell um we've not seen and I don't think that service is actually live yet in the US I've certainly not seen it um, yeah. on any of the clients that we've got or anything but yeah it seems to be that for you to be able to get access to that feature you'll have to have a QuickBooks bank element to it but I, again I, I'm still and, and we'll have to see what the UK offering is but for me I still see the QuickBooks bank as almost like a secondary bank to, for clients. I think it will be, you know, whatever bank account they've already got, you know, unless they're starting up and they need one straight off the bat, that's great. You know, QuickBooks Bank will probably be more than enough for them. Um, but I think that at the moment, I still see it as a as a, a complementary bank account, if you like. It's that expense account. It's that sort of thing that I think is 
where a lot of those um, clients are going to be utilizing the service here in the UK. And I think that's that's where it's going to get a lot of uh, use, especially as I, you know, as I've said many a time, if if the fact that it's all built because it is, it's supposed to be all built on the Revolut platform, the same platform that they use. Um, so if you've got that opportunity to do, you know, drumming up virtual cards and all that sort of stuff for the business element, I think that's really really powerful. Because even as as my firm, I think the idea of drumming up a a virtual card um, is a no brainer. And and having you know the bank account connected and integrated lovely in QuickBooks means that you know for expense management for my firm, I think that would be really really useful. Um, and I think that's the bit where where I'm pretty excited about it. And like you said, those little extras about the factoring and stuff like that just gives you that more of enticement to use it, I think. Um, yeah, and I, I think this will be probably, you know, once you've got a, uh, a QuickBooks bank account, like we've been asked in the past, mm. um, I want to pay my supplier. Yes. I've got to, at the moment, I've got to log into HSBC or wherever it might be, um, find my supplier or create a new supplier and you know pay them and then go back into QuickBooks and create the payment or match it through the bank feed, however you do that. I would imagine that when you do start getting a QuickBooks bank, there'll be the time where, well, you don't where you are logged into QuickBooks and that bank account and you'll just be making the payment um, because you're there. You won't need to go anywhere else. You're doing it all within the one software. And that is, you know, if that is coming in, and I'm pretty sure it would do, it seems to make sense, then uh, I mean, oh, that's a huge time saver. I guess there's the question about the security, um, uh, but with all the multi-factor authentication. Yeah. You know, whoever's logged in should be the only or to that feature should be the only one that can make the payment. So I'm sure it'll be pretty secure. And it, it opens up for accountants the opportunity to do payments on their behalf, doesn't it? And yes, with the, again, like you said, with security and making sure we've got the factors and everything else. I think that's going to be a huge change in the way that you know, as a, as accountants, we could help our clients, isn't it? And I think it just gives us that that other opportunity to it. So yeah, I'm. I can't wait for it. And it, again, I'm just really happy that it's had such a good, well, looks like it's had such a good, strong start in the US. Um, I know they're already talking about bringing it here in the UK. So it's just a case of when, not if, but I think that's a, it's a positive sign, isn't it? That it's been well received over in the US. So, it, you know, hopefully that means we get more features and everything else sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Brilliant. Awesome, awesome. Um, it's interesting as well because the, the, one of the features they're talking about here um, in the in the US is the ability to um, capture um, a checks via the mobile phone. Um, I don't know if you've ever kind of used it here in uh, you know in any of the newer kind of challenger banks, but definitely Starlin and those lot, and even NatWest now. Um, that whole just being able to take a photo of a check and bring it in is an absolute lifesaver. So it's just interesting that they they see that as revolutionary. But um, I think that's uh, something in the UK. Yeah, I love that. I love I mean, it. It's really annoying because my wife can do that on her uh, Halifax Bank mobile. Um, but on my TSB business account, I can't do it. So ah. I don't, luckily, <laughs> I don't get many checks. But I had two sitting on my desk for about six months before I actually went, went to pay them in. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. 
No, no I, check, please. I wonder if um, if uh, it does come to the QuickBooks one, um, that might be a reason for you to move over, maybe, you know, or yeah, at least yeah. trial the service. Yeah, definitely. There we are. All right, wonderful. So the next one is Sage has gone and acquired another. And like, um, like Ash has already said, unfortunately, though, this time it's not a, um, a fixed asset register solution, but you know, yeah. You know where to talk to, you know where to send the emails to if you are listening to Sage. Um, but no, they've gone and, and added another solution to their um to their portfolio. And I think this really is a an indication of how Sage is is tackling their, you know, and let, let's be face it, they 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 are a bit of a disadvantage to QuickBooks and Zero at this point in time. They are a little bit behind um them, but it, it is interesting to see that their their approach to it, which is very aggressive, is to buy out. Um, solutions, you know, auto entry, go cardless, go cardless, <laughs> go proposal, um, and now Bright Pearl, which is kind of a CRM solution. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued about how this is going to kind of go forward. It, it, you know, all of the acquisitions they bought have been British or, or Irish. They've been, you know, homegrown acquisitions, um, and it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting to see that that approach and that um, that 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 kind of um, opportunity there and it's just interesting to see that that model kind of working forward what what do you think ash i think it makes sense because um i was just trying to wrap our brains then which was uh, last year when intuit purchased the uh the e-commerce platform can you remind, remember who it was called um one sas one sas yeah so intuit purchased one sas to help with their you know e-commerce payments and so it, it makes sense for Sage to have something that's sort of, you know, on a similar um, that they'll, I'm sure, will sort of build in to sort of integrate more with their uh, sort of, you know, Sage cloud accounting as they've now got it. Um, yeah. Because they are, you know, I think that, you know, they're trying their best to sort of, you know, and, yeah, they've got a tough job. Uh, to to sort of catch up with, you know, uh, with QuickBooks and Zero that have, you know, you know, you got to take your hat off to Zero because they were the first sort of true cloud only, uh, and it took QuickBooks a little while to to catch up with them, um, and it was sort of left and yeah, you know, and Sage got a lot of, you know, very sticky desktop users, so it's going to take a long, you know, it's it basically changing the mindset of all of accountants and I can, I get this because I, I'm trying to change the mindset of accountants to stop using a spreadsheet for an asset register uh, to use spreadsheet on our platform. Um, so to change, you know, accounting firms that have used Sage accounting for 40 years for some of them yeah. to then say, Oh, you basically, you want to scrap that and use our cloud version. It's going to take some doing, definitely. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's probably why that could be a reason why they are slower because they can af- probably feel like they can slightly afford to be, um, but you know, I think they've made they're starting to make some changes. So you know, we can only wait and see, really. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think I I personally see this this bright pearl acquisition more of a a, a light for light with 
remember Trade Gecko that Intuit bought as well? The Xbox um, yes. Commerce. Yeah. yeah, I think this is pretty much like for like for that. I mean, when you look at Bright Pearl and their offering, it is very much a case of not just that e-commerce um, platform and that e-commerce syncing. It's more of a whole management, uh, like warehouse management, EPOS, um, stock fulfillment, them sort of elements with it, which, you know, when done right, is a huge, huge savings and, and sometimes essential for businesses to actually scale up and, and go to those next stages. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think that's a really interesting um, acquisition. And I think that that gives Sage that whole kind of, mid you know not just the small companies but that mid-tier companies as well i think it gives them a real good um opportunity to go for them um which we know you know or we, we assume quickbooks advances on its way at some point um so we assume that that will be kind of bringing it into play and and you you know you've mentioned maybe i don't know if you mentioned on air or off air but it was one thing that sage has got confused at the moment is there's so many different skews and everything else but that's because they've got so many different verticals and integrations that they're trying to go for, aren't they? And different clients that they're looking for. And I think this supplements that quite well because if you know if done right, this could be an amazing little uh, opportunity for them to kind of take that 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 warehouse element, that kind of mid tier business, and and see how it goes from there. So it's quite an exciting acquisition, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I and mean, if because uh, I've not looked at Brightpole in any detail, but. You know, if that is able to sort of link in with websites, you know, if you're purchasing something from a website and that, which is linked through Bright Pearl, which can update your stock, as you've sort of mentioned, yeah. and then that's updating your accounting software at the same time. Um, it's quite a decent uh, sort of, you know, app stack to have. Yeah, especially with um, with a lot of clients now having to have that whole with omni-channel isn't it is the official phrase where you have multiple different channels like you're saying you know when you do have a solution that could kind of look after it i think it's it's brilliant and uh yeah i'm not i'm 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 i think every time that sage make an acquisition at first i almost kind of think about oh that's a that's a an oddball that's a strange one to, like you know go go proposal was to to one you know to a bit of a point um but it you know, when you take a step back and think about their model, I think that is, I think it's really clever. And I think, you know, QuickBooks needs that competition. Uh, Zero needs that competition. Um, and I think the more that we get QuickBooks, Zero, Sage, all kind of building on and, and getting better and better and better, um, I think it's best for everyone, isn't it? And I mean, it's just going to keep pushing that innovation, keep pushing those those elements. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully this, kind of gives an opportunity for QuickBooks Commerce to get a bit more of a, um, you know, a bit more of a press or a bit more kind of eyes on, because I don't think enough people know about QuickBooks Commerce. And, and I, you know, I, I've got some clients using it and it's an absolute brilliant piece of software, but, you know, it has to be for that right type of software. So, yeah, cool. Cool. Awesome. Um, and then we have some other um, kind of QuickBooks related updates um and basically um what we've looked at or what we're trying to look at here is some features that may or may not be coming over to uk so um from the uk side of things there's not been that many changes we've seen that there's a, a change in the way that the transfers are working 
um, but we between me and Ash, we've not been able to kind of find a client that's been updated and showing that yet. So we can't show you guys yet. Um, and we're still looking to find ways to show you the new interface that's come in in terms of the left-hand panel and how that's going ahead. Um, but one thing that is exciting is what we tend to do is we look at what's happening in in the world. Um, and I've been doing some work over on the QuickBooks USA client, and there is actually some big changes that, or some relatively big changes that have happened there. So I thought it'd be nice and useful to kind of go through and show them because what we normally find is that um, the changes that have been made there are changes that can be made over here. Um, first one that I wanted to show was a bit of a screenshot, really. Um, let me just bring it up on screen. Um, and what I wanted to show you was um, something I found that looks quite interesting. Um, and it looks like it's going to be something that um, uh, is going to basically... Uh, let me bring this up now. Uh, it shows a bit of a deeper integration to one of the features they already had. So one of the things that the quick the um, American version of QuickBooks has that's really quite, quite unique is their advanced version. Um, and one of the things that they also have is, uh, here it is, is their integration with Fathom, isn't it? Um, and you can see here that under their report section, they've got standard customer management, and then you have this brand new multi-co reporting just there. Mm, interesting. So yeah, they're trying to get that, that, that Fathom integration more into kind of more into your face, isn't it? And, and what I like about it is as well is it's because it's there kind of showing you the capability of what that software, because all that button does at the moment is it takes you to Fathom and then you kind of go from there. Um, but they've also started to add in a new report button at the top. Um, and I think that's going to be, you know, I think that's going to be quite useful. In fact, while um, I can show you it live now while I was just bringing that into play. Yeah, so that multi that multi-company reporting so that is that going to provide us with consolidated reports for multiple companies yes yeah yeah um which is what fathom does anyway really well isn't it and i think it's you know i think what they're trying to do is make that more accessible or at least make it more obvious that that's what that can do yeah. so if i head to the report section go to reports multi-company reporting and you have it here, you know, the idea that you can, with using Fathom, go in to learn more, but you've got that opportunity to to build that directly in. And and it's just that nice bit of deeper integration, isn't it? You know, the, the fact that because they've obviously partnered with Fathom for this this feature, it yeah. means that it's it's more inbuilt with it. And it, it should it should mean that more people make the most out of it. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, that it, it should, hopefully it should work work well. Um, when I was talking to uh, another app provider, um, you know, recently they've talked about uh, multi-company consolidation. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the only, uh, if it's QuickBooks to QuickBooks, um, it should be fairly or easier, I would say. Yeah. But like a lot of these things, they're only, <laughs> only if every single company is set up in exactly the same way. Do you know what I mean? Where, yeah. um, you know, you've got 
you know, one company will have wages in cost of sales, another company will have wages under expenses, someone else will have, you know, their loans under current liabilities, and they'll put, and someone else will have their loans under something else. And if there's no, I love the word consistency, by the way, if there is no consistency <laughs> within anything within accounting, but especially in the way that a chart of accounts is set up, if there's no consistency there, between multiple companies, you're on a hiding to nothing, trying to integrate those. Um, you, because the only thing that will really work is the overall, you know, profit figure and yes. you know balance sheet totals. Anything in between will just look a mess. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> my opinion. So I would say to it, I would urge anyone trying to consolidate any company is to spend spend about a week a week going through every company first and making sure everything is the same in everyone before you even bother um, trying to integrate them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it, it is nice to see it as, uh, you know, in there on the solution, though. I think I, I, I really like the idea of kind of having this, you know, opportunity to have it built in there so it gets used um and also i don't know if you've played around with the create new report but this is to do with fathom as well um and they have this whole you know reporting area that you can do here bring in a little bit different aspects to it bring in some other elements to it so yeah it's it's good to see it's good to see that this kind of um all the reporting is kind of having some some love over in the USA. Um, so hopefully we'll get to see that over in the UK. And a very, very small adjustment as well is under Performance Centre. They've started asking for inventory, uh, industry, revenue, location, accounting method just there, which hopefully means that we're going to bring back, because we lost it, um, that whole idea of having those um, reports or or um statistics against people in, in you know in a similar in trends and everything else that goes with it so yeah yeah maybe that's that's kind of an indication that's on its way back yeah it's useful how yeah you know, the sort of metrics how you compare how your business compares with other in the same industry yeah definitely um another quick one that we've seen is the get the desktop app is now live i've not been able to play with it unfortunately um, with it being a Windows only at this point in time, but that desktop app is on its way. Um, and you know, for, if it's anything like the old desktop app that we kind of had for the online one, um, it should be really useful for power users. Um, should be an opportunity to have more, you know, opportunities for keystrokes and um, um, and, and and everything like that. So fingers crossed, we'll get to have a play around with it and um, see how that goes. All right, yeah, that's, that's interesting because it was only sort of two months ago, wasn't it, that uh, it, or I saw messages all over the internet, all over Facebook and whatever, uh, saying your desktop uh, is going to expire on such and such a date. So there's obviously could be replaced with a newer version. Oh, no, so, so this isn't the desktop app. This is the QuickBooks Online Advance app. This is their desktop Oh, because this is just for QuickBooks Advanced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, right, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah. And the reason they brought this in is to kind of get that power users in, um, because you know when you when you for the bigger clients, um, having to go through a browser 
they don't quite get that same you know this issues and having to clear out your cookies and all that sort of stuff um and the idea here is to have that dedicated app that would set up and start up and hopefully they'll have that more power user element to it but i've not been able to play with it yet but it's good to see that it because this was announced at quickbooks connect so it looks like it's ready to go um but they uh, they they killed didn't they the old desktop app for quickbooks online yeah Um, so i assume it's a you know, start using it. Otherwise, there's a chance it's going to go away again. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah forewarning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes people sort of wonder, is this for those people that really love logging in from the desktop? Well, if you want the desktop, if you want to log in through your desktop, you need to go to advanced. Is that yeah. another yeah. Much. Yeah. another little sort of uh, ploy uh, to go, you know, where for those extra things, yeah, okay. Yeah, because we, we've said it before, haven't we? It's there's a few of those updates that they have in advance over in the US that we already have in the UK. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit more of a difficult sell, I think, in the UK to get that advance or not. Maybe that's what the delay is for, or you know, possibly what they're trying to position it for. Another very small update that would would definitely be a useful one to come over to UK um, under advance under company settings. We have automation. We already have these free, so pre-filled, automatically pay, apply credits and automatically apply bill payment. But you should be able to see there, there's automatically invoice unbilled activity as well that's appeared. Now, I don't know if that's been there for a while and I've just missed it, um, but that's a quite a nice little interesting one there, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think that's been there long um, because... And I'm just trying to think the last time, and well, unless it's just the US only, I've not looked at it in the UK uh, to to test. But from the last sort of um, certification courses, it wasn't there, and that was only sort of about a month ago. Um, so, yeah, very useful. You know, if you are sort of recording a lot of expenses on behalf of customers or time on behalf of customers that should be billed straight out then yeah it sounds pretty useful to me no i'm really liking that one i think that's a you know that whole idea of unbilled activity i don't think it's used enough i think it's a a feature that doesn't get utilized as much as i think it can be and so anything to make it more automated and therefore more useful i think it's a great thing so yeah loving that Um, and hopefully we get to see it in the uk um final update then that i've seen and it's basically just one we're already aware of was coming but it is now available and it's good to kind of see it already there um is this whole new books review or the update to the books review should i say so we've um at our practice we're loving oh it's called month end at the moment but they're now calling it books review um but you have this opportunity to drop down between month and clean up so the idea would be monthly is still what we're kind of used to but with a really great feature of a start and ending month so for us we, we're definitely going to be utilizing this when it comes in because especially for our back clients you know let's just do a quarter let's do the back quarter that we're looking at doing instead of having to do the individual months and doing them independently and um, so that's going to be brilliant so we get to change our date range at the top here um, and then make it in progress and go through Nothing else has really changed on the kind of um, questions being asked or any of the kind of things it's looking into. We do have now the wrap-up section at the end. 
And the idea of the wrap-up section is to give you an opportunity to basically showcase what was done for that quarter. So it's about telling you or prompting you to create reports, uh, send a report package over to your client, close the books to get it all done, and maybe do some additional checklists at the end. So I think that wrap-up one's really nice. And I think that's going to get really, really useful. So what do you think to the kind of subtle changes to the monthly side of things, Ash? Yeah, I think it's nice. It's a it's a, a definitely a nice um, you know addition there. Didn't we have, or perhaps it's not on this particular screen but, um, within that cleanup, like the opening balances, or is it because it's already been done on this? Yeah. So <clears throat> from oh, the monthly side of things, yeah, we can jump into the cleanup, and this way, this is brand new. This is so from what we can tell, the cleanup is supposed to be something that you do. At the, either at the beginning of each year or the first time that you take over a client. Um, and at the very beginning, you get this setup area just here. And the idea of the setup area is that it's got some kind of bits to kind of look and making sure your financial statements are correct. But it's got this opening balance area just here, uh, giving you the chance to go in and you could say, look, you know, this should be that and this one should be that and, you know, that should be that. And it, it gives you the chance of building in the opening balances directly from here. Um, you choose where the adjustment equity account is going to go to. So maybe all the way to opening balance equity and you press add adjustment. And the idea then it's going to post these so that whatever figure we've put in here will be the statement balance as at that, that year end. So is it the same as an open balance journal? Not quite, but it's kind of close enough, isn't it? Um, I, I, I do think for this to work, we need to have that, what that balance here is going to be. You need a kind of running total almost, because ideally you want that back to zero, don't you, really? Yeah. Uh, or if you've already got an open balance equity amount in mind, you want to know what it is. Um, maybe a kind of, you know, opening balance before, after adjustment, that sort of idea maybe be even more useful. But yeah, what do you think to that one? Yeah, I do, I do like that. Yeah, and I know exactly what, what you mean. I think we we uh, sort of chatted about it a couple of weeks ago because one of the first things you do, don't you, when you, even if it's one of your existing clients and you are about to start preparing the accounts, you go yeah. to the balance sheet and you look what the retained earnings are yeah. and you look at what the retained earnings were and they should be the same unless someone has gone and back posted something or deleted something. So then you would be thinking, okay, well, if I if I've got a difference now of you know 58 pounds or something, I would then go through every balance sheet category and try to work out why I've got a difference and then post that 58 pound difference between so many accounts until it sort of balances back. So that, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that would, that would, like you say, Aaron, that would be that would be better. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, I, I like it a lot, and I, I think it's something that would be really, really useful. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm hoping it's something that gets utilised enough that they can then start adding some extra bits to it and maybe upgrade it. Because that's always the problem isn't it when it when it comes out almost not half baked's the wrong word but you know when they when they bring it out as a a proof of concept um 
and then it doesn't get used, then it never becomes what it should have been. Do you know what I mean? It, and it's always one of those why I'm a little bit concerned that it's not going to um, to 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 kind of be fulfilled, if you like, in in, in want of a better word. Yeah, and it's one of those things that always needs to be used properly as well, because what you don't, and I'm sure not everyone would do it, but one or two probably might, um, is that okay? Well, I I just need to get my balance sheet right. Yeah. So I'll just stick in some balances to make it right. Yeah, and then yeah, all yeah. of a sudden you're left there with a bank that's got <laughs> unreconciled items or yes. for one reason or another. So although it might balance at one particular date, at a future date, it's gone out of balance. And, you know, you don't want to just be creating one entry that might fix it in one month, but then makes it completely wrong two months time. So... Um, yeah, it's just that as well. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. And I, and I think also we need a place to upload a, a document, don't we, to prove where we got these balances from. And I think that would be, that'd be nice. Um, yeah. Disconnected bank feeds apply as well. That could be quite useful. Accounts without any activity 90 days. That's a nice little indication as well. And then the opportunity for you to put some your own checklist down the bottom so yeah i like i like clean up a lot i think that's a nice um a nice little element to it i think you know for us it'll be one of those where as soon as you take on a client the first thing you'll do is clean up or the beginning of you know once a set of accounts is done let's do a clean up then and let's just make sure those open and balance are what they say there and i think that could be quite useful yeah um to go through one thing i was just while I was trying to get to work, and I don't think the new version's out yet, but I noticed where it said client request at the top. Um, do you remember we were shown that brand new client request screen? It doesn't quite look like it's the same one. It looks like it's just a shortcut for you to do a, the old client request. I say old, the, the one we're used to that yeah. you know, we can get. It doesn't seem to be that new interface, which is a shame um, because the idea was that you could go in here you know, tick a box or whatever you need to do. Oh, there it is, ask client there. Um, and then it gives you the opportunity to bring that in from there. So that could be really useful. Um, yeah, that's nice. that's a nice feature. Yeah, I think I think we need to see it from the client's point of view, though. Um, we need the client to basically be sent directly to that transaction, don't we, for this to work? Yeah. We need them to go straight to basically the, the you know, that screen that I've got there for them then to um, make the decision with it and go from there. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Cool. Um, and then the final bit then, before we pass back to you, um, isn't on this one, on the other one, I've done test one. And on here, we have, under sales, we now have the payments link feature is now up and running. Now, I think you've got a good point there. It might be that this is, only if you've got the QuickBooks bank, maybe. Who knows? Um, but the idea here is that you can generate a payment link from here to send over um, and, and get payment paid from uh, from directly in there. So, yeah, it's um, it's always useful to have more opportunities to get paid, isn't it? So definitely not a bad thing here. I'm not 100% sure when it gets used. I'm, I'm not quite 100% sure on that one. But I think it's, you know, it's going to be a solution that is going to be useful for some clients out there. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll have to have a look at that in a bit more detail. So whether it's you need 
um, you know, just a payment on account or because it's just, just for them to send you some money. Yeah, well, it, it just seems like, I mean, the QR code just sounds to me like it's the same idea you had it um, at PayPal, wasn't it? And had yeah. To do it there. Um, so, yeah, copy link, send us an email. I've got a feeling you share it to multiple customers to, I don't know, buy this product for £100 or whatever it's going to be. And it's, you know, you don't need to send out an individual one to individual customers. It's a quick way for them to make that payment. Possibly, maybe. Um yeah, but then um, it automatically gets a sales receipt recorded against it. So yeah, it's 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 an interesting step that one. Um, I wouldn't necessarily have said it was a a solution that was you know crying out for an answer for, but I think it's definitely something that's going to be worthwhile. Yeah, cool. And just just so you have seen it as well, just because you kind of did mention on it, um, there is that pay bill now. Um, in your cash flow forecast area, which is all to do with the new banking area and making the banking area nice and straightforward. Yeah, cool. makes it a little bit easier. Wonderful. And over to you for your tip of the week. All right. Okay. So let me share my screen. Uh, share my screen. Here we go. I'll bring it in there. And there we are. Nice one. Um, okay, let me just set the scene. So imagine um, uh, you're selling a product or a service. doesn't really matter what you're selling. But um, whoever has you know, created that sale, it could be due some commission. And um, what we want to do is at the same time of creating the sale, I want to basically accrue for that commission uh, at the same time. So just uh, basic uh, chart of account codes that I'll just check first of all. Um, I've already got this prepared, so I'll just put in here commission. I've created um, a sales commission. I've got a sales commission in there for cost of sales. And I've also created an extra accruals account in the balance sheet, uh, a liability. So I've got current liabilities, accruals for commission in there. So I've got my uh, balance sheet accounts. If I take a look at my uh, products and services. Is that opening up? There we go. There it is. I've got... Two extra items that I've created uh, a minute ago it's in the sample company. I'll just uh, edit those. So I've got my accrual for commission. And, you know, I've got commission payable on sale. I've got that as a rate of 0.05. So that could be 5% commission. Important to know your debits and credits, um, the which way around. So if you think when you create a sale, uh, generally, when you create a sale, that entry is going to create a credit entry in within sales. Uh, so I want to put a credit into my liability account, which is why that's showing as a positive there. If I look at this commission payable, I've got commission payable at the same rate, and that's a negative. And when I multiply this rate, that's going to 
create a debit, and this will make sense, a bit more sense in a moment when I come to actually create the invoice. Now I've got I've created those two uh, additional service items, but what I want to use those service items with is another thing that I'm selling. You know, because uh, these are just to basically create a, an internal adjustment. So this won't work for every type of business, but it could work for one or two. If so, if you're sell, selling thousands of products, it's not really going to work for you. But if you only sell a few, it could be pretty useful. So I had an item in there for employee training already selling at a rate of 1,500. I've created a bundle, which is going to use that employee training and the two extra items I created. So if I just edit that bundle that I've got, what I've got there is I've got one item of employee training. So one quantity, so the original quantity, one times 1,500, that's what I'm going to sell that for. Then I've got the rate of, or how much the commission is going to be. So I know that the employee training is 1,500. So that is going to multiply that by that rate of 0.05 or minus 0.05, depending on, on whether I've got the actual accrual or the cost. So I've got my bundle in there. So if I just save that, and I'll look at an invoice that I created a minute ago, it should be in my recent transactions. So when I create an invoice, I can use that bundle, just give it a second just to open up, it's a little bit slow. So my bundle there, which I use as employee training, ash commission, when you ever use a bundle, if you've never used one before, it will only display, depending on how you've got it set up, you know, this one line. So it's just going to show employee training at a rate of 1,500 plus the VAT. But at the same time as me raising that invoice, I'm actually accounting for the commission as a cost in my profit and loss and accruing in the balance sheet. So if I were to look at my uh, more transactions, look at the, the journal that's created from the entry. Just give it a second. It always takes a little while longer when I'm logged in with the streamline running in the background. Here we go. So you can see that the sale is credited for the 1500 pounds. The commission, the accruals is credited in the balance sheet, 7,075 pounds. The cost in the PL, 75 pounds and the VAT. So it's doing all of those, so one entry has done all of that for you and everything should be up to date. Just a quick, fairly quick tip. What do you reckon? I love it. I love it. I, I, I love how, because bundles are one of those things that I don't think anyone really knows what to do with when they first hear about bundles. It's a bit of a, oh, right, okay. But when you start looking into some of the options that you get with it and some of the solutions that you can do with it, I think bundles is brilliant, isn't it? It's a really... You know, it's one of those standout features, I think, in QuickBooks Online. Yeah, you can do. And although I actually put in those rates, you can actually over, you know, you can over type those. So 
why you know you might want to leave them blank because you might have a different rate for different things or whatever it might be but um as long as those two values positive and negative cancel each other out because you think basically that's creating your journal on on a, on a line in your invoice that's what you really want it to do um because you only really want that sale and then that's the only thing that's going to appear on your on your invoice so i suppose you could extra. use location location and class as well can't you if you want to kind of track who the commission's for or whoever it's going to be and yeah absolutely yeah within that's your brilliant. extra lines yeah yeah love that love that brilliant nice one all right Fantastic. have we got any uh any questions yeah, a couple of questions come through. So Craig asked the following question. Is the online desktop app US only at the moment? And unfortunately it is. And it's also only for the advanced um, version of QuickBooks at the moment as well, which is, uh, yeah, it's a shame. Um, I, I assume they're going to leave it to be online only. I think that's, um, uh, sorry, to the advanced only. I think that's going to be an advanced only feature. Um, which is probably why we haven't got it here in the UK yet. But yeah, we'll see. Um, again, I think it's very much going to be dependent on who uses it or how many people use it to see the support that goes forward. Next, we've got Charity Accountants who loves the bundles. You have to remind us, Charity Accountants, you're, is, is it Paul at Charity Accountants? Uh, yes. Please. <laughs> is it Paul? Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, no, they are great bundles. Um, you can lose them for lots of things. It's definitely one of those, isn't it? Once you kind of got your uh, got your head around bundles, the amount of solutions, like we said, is just brilliant for it. So yeah, we love bundles, and you don't really see it that often on the competitors, do you? I'm trying to think. Zero, definitely not. But does Sage have equivalent to bundles? I don't think it does. does I don't it? think it does. I was going to actually have a look. Um, uh, I'll probably will have a look tomorrow, but I don't think that it does. I think it's just got. Um, but yeah. I better not say that just in case it does happen. <laughs> I need to check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Don't want that to be the what, what stops you getting acquired by Sage. <laughs> not knowing they had bundles or not. Brilliant. Wonderful. All right. Well, I think that is it. I mean, look at that for timing as well, Ash. I mean, we're, we're back in 2022 with a bang and we absolutely smashed it when it came to the timing there. So thank you every single one of you for your questions, for your comments, for your uh, pointing to the chat. It really, really does help. Um, and if you are listening by the podcast, don't forget to follow us on Facebook so you can join us live on one of our future episodes, which reminds me, Ash, when are we back? And I, this is a so we should be back on Wednesday, the 2nd of February. That sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. So remember, it's supposed to be the first Wednesday of the month. And hopefully this time we will have some, um, some great bits to talk about. And I do know we have got potentially a guest lined up as well, which is always exciting. So, Ash, have you got any videos or anything planned for next for the next month or so? Um, I'm, I'm probably working on a, uh, a, a, the video of similar to what I've just actually done there. <laughs> I may uh, uh, post that one out. Um, we've got lots of stuff going on at NetTracker with new features, so um, I probably will be looking to test those over the next couple of weeks. And then um, we've got... Uh, uh, Johan's on my uh, list as well of, uh, of with another sort of 15 or 16 others I think that are uh, looking to sort of give it a trial uh, when we're when we're ready 
and I might okay. even be uh, sending you an email. <laughs> to text Sounds, good. Sounds good. But it, and for me, I've got you know most of the month's going to be reading. I just can't put this down. You know, tips, tricks for QuickBooks Online. So, <laughs> why did you release it in January? You know what I mean. We, we, we're busy enough as it is. So, yeah. So it's all good. Um. So yeah, that's it. And um with that then i think that's just it. that's the end for today isn't it so it's just a goodbye for me and a thank you to every single one of you who have uh, supported us in 2021 we will uh, continue to bring you your quickbooks labs to you at 2022 and it's a goodbye from me cheers everyone thank you Take again care. and we will see you in a month's time bye for now <laughs>